This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back to Hanging For More. Hi guys, we've we, got an amazing guest on for you guys we are today. so excited to get into this week's episode. We have the author of 60 Seconds to Save Your Relationship, which you guys know I rave on about this book, pretty much saved my marriage. We have Richard Kabakian. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, welcome. guys. Well, so, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's a busy man, so we're going to get straight to it. Yes. What inspired you to write the book? Laziness. <laughs> No, really, because I was just giving the same advice over and over and over again. And I just thought, you know, I could save myself a lot of time um, in explaining to this couple or this guy or that girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If I could just write a book and just say, listen, it's chapter 17, you need to read that. (laughs) And honestly, since I have written the book, um, I'll just go, okay, it is the first question I ask, especially with people that I've known for a little while that have been in my world who maybe require a little little bit more counsel mm. um i will say have you read the book and i'll say yes and i'll say well that's chapter 23 like wow like congratulations you made the book yeah yeah no really you are like, the reason yeah. why yeah. i've written this that behavior has already been addressed <laughs> yeah. go back uh, and read it again go back yeah. and read it again including my own son wow oh, there wow. you go so he's recently married yeah um and you know madly in love with his wife but yeah. you know life throws yeah. up a whole lot oh, of issues 100%. and so something came up and I just said have you read my book yeah and he said well no <laughs> at least it was honest Why would as, he? Only your, you. as only your son yeah. could say and yeah. I said well that is it's it's addressed wow and, uh, and in the book and so he read it and then he actually came back and said that it's actually quite a good book and it thought, is well that's it's great amazing. when your own son says it's okay yeah, you know you've yeah. because you know there right. is no honor in your own home is, no, is what they say not. so no. oh, I uh, love it and you made it 60 seconds every chapter so it's a very easy book to read and you say that each chapter has a different sort of topic and goes back and the way you write things and we were talking about recently like you articulate you go against the grain and you articulate yourself really well and you speak about things that maybe a lot of people and maybe even people who counsel others maybe won't speak about like there was a chapter where you spoke about looking after yourself while you're in the relationship rather than waiting until you're out of the relationship and I know so many couples get comfortable and relaxed and then they start losing a bit of themselves and with all of that what advice would you give to those stuck in this right and have read the book, but their partner hasn't and isn't willing to work on anything. Yeah, um, I, I think you've got to realise, both people need to realise that you're with someone who's growing. We're not, we're not a rock, right? Yeah. We're not, we're not a diamond ring. You know, yeah. diamond rings are beautiful, but they don't grow. Yeah. And we're, as human beings, we, we grow and we change. Yeah. And I think that's what some people forget, that the person you married is not the person that you're, that you're with 10 years later. Yeah. So wow. they may have loved your wow. humour. So as a young guy, they may have, you know, your wife, your partner may have loved your humour back then. You're happy-go-lucky. You're just yeah. the easygoing guy. But that doesn't pay your mortgage 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, that's for and sure. And that true. doesn't discipline the kids. Yeah. Um, when they're so eight or true. nine years old and they need a good talking to. So your partner may need you to grow and become, yeah, look, I know you're the funny guy, but I may need you to include some, you know, di- basically attitudes of how to discipline your yeah. kids or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and so I think for all of us, we need to constantly remember the person we're with 
is growing and yeah. you're growing and what you don't want to do is grow apart. Yes. So how do you avoid that? Yeah. So, well, I think you've just got to go on a journey of saying, I, I know that I just can't be the same person that I am forever. So you read books, you talk to the right people, yeah. you find couples who you really admire that you think you think, I do say you think, yeah. have got a great relationship because you don't know what really happens behind no, closed doors. Definitely that not. Is, yeah. um, but, you know, you're, but you're spending time with the right people. You would certainly be staying away from the guys who are just ruining their relationship if you're mm. a guy, for example. Yeah. Just from one relationship to the next, complete disaster. Yeah. I think I say it in the book, you know, the advice you take is the life you make. Yeah, wow. that's so true. So if you're trying to be a certain type of guy, you want to be, you know, a really good husband or a really good dad or a great businessman or someone who's got a lot of integrity, yeah, um, then hang out with guys like that and ask questions. Exactly. So That's it's not so always true. about reading a book. No, of course no, not. Of course. But it's like learning with anything. You're going to want to get the tools on board to be able to move forward to help you to get to that next step, especially if you can't, like seeing a counsellor, a marriage counsellor or, Correct. Yeah. you know, communicating with your partner about things that you might want to change. But I know um, a lot of my audience especially had questions about the roommate phase. I don't know whether you're... The roommate phase? Yeah, the yes. roommate phase is a oh, huge absolutely. one. And I know for me personally, I've gone through it. I know so many people I know that have gone through it. And it's like that that phase where you're just kind of passing ships in the night, basically. Yes, yes. How do we... I don't think it's, it's avoidable in my opinion, but how do you move past that? Because I know some people are stuck there and have yes. been for a while. How do people move past that in your opinion? Well, funny enough, John Gottman, who's probably the guru of relationships, conducted okay. a study where he had a hundred couples come into what he called the, the love lab, where they got couples to come and stay in a house that was loaded with cameras and microphones and people knew what was going on. Yeah. And they stayed there for three days and he just watched these couples. He was then able to with 97% with accuracy, right, 97% tell you who was going to still be together within seven years or those who would divorce. How do we sign up? Right? <laughs> no. 97% accuracy. Wow. And he brought it down to one factor. One factor. What was that? Everybody, I'm I'm everybody I'm wants I'm to know. <laughs> what's the Jump one on. factor? And you may have a whole lot of things that are going through your mind yeah. right now. You may be thinking it's about money and resource or intimacy in the bedroom and yeah. all those things. Is what is That's where we usually land. Yeah. yeah. But the facts have come in and here it is. Drum roll, everybody. <laughs> Drum roll. Friendship. Wow. wow that's the so The couples true. who he identified who were friends, who happened to be married. Friends wow. who happen to be engaged. Friends. And that's what's lacking in a lot of relationships. It's so, true. And I'm just saying yeah. that to just, I suppose, go against the thought yeah. of that roommates. Yeah. That sometimes we think that that's a negative. Yeah. But roommates are friends. Yeah, that's right? true. That's so true. true. And so it's not that we don't want to be roommates, sharing a house together and having fun, just like, you know, literally yeah. roommates do. Yeah. Um, but how do, how do we then add the intimacy? Because yes. we don't want to be stuck there either because yeah. there is a different aspect that we want yeah. to delve into, right? But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that there's nothing worse than you are making love, building a home, raising kids with someone who's not your friend. Yeah. Wow. 
But it's easy to fall out of being friends, especially with the with the stresses of life, like raising kids and, you know, you're, not, you're getting a lack of sleep. You Maybe you might not look your best and, you know, right. just all the different factors that add into that. So that friendship does sometimes fall apart with the arguments, with the disagreements, with yes. all of that. How do you kind of like go back to being friends? Because sometimes you do, you become enemies. Like yes. he'll tell you one thing and then you're like, yes, wait, I actually don't trust your opinion. And then your friend tells you something and you trust that opinion, but it's because... It's like we've got tension between us. You've pissed me off last night. I don't want to hear your voice. <laughs> yes, right. So, like, how yeah. do you avoid that? How do you go back to being well, friends? Well, the good news is the rest of the book goes on to tell you, <laughs> right, which is great. Um, so I'm not making anything up yeah, yeah, at the yeah. moment. So no. None of these thoughts are mine, to be honest. I'm yeah. just regurgitating what I've read. Um, and it's work and it does yeah. work. So what you've got to do then is stop treating your partner like your spouse. Stop that. Stop treating them like they're your spouse because we tend to be our worst with our spouse. Yeah. Wow. And that's just, the problem. <clears throat> we tend to let our hair down the most with our spouse. So they usually get the best of us, but they often get the worst, worst of, of us. us. Your friends never get the worst of you. Wow. I beg to differ. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> maybe not the best friend. Hang on. Maybe that's not. Different. Yeah. <laughs> no. Friends that laugh. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Now, I suppose what I'm saying is, yeah. Um, you know, we've all got the friend no, that we course. are no longer friends with yeah. because they weren't a good friend. That's true. Because they were so rude or they That's backstabbed true. you or they didn't defend you when you needed to be defended That's or they true. weren't generous. They never paid for a meal yeah, at a cafe. Wow. Come on, let's be honest, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. there's friends that we are no longer friends with and you've got to ask yourself why. And when it comes down to it, it was because of a behaviour or an attitude. Yeah. But you'll find that you yourself do those same things to your partner. Wow. And so friendship is the baseline. Yeah. I, I suppose is what I'm saying. So yeah. friends. So And then there's a whole list of what, what do friends do? Friends do fun things together. Yeah. And that's why a lot of couples separate because they've just stopped doing fun things together. Yeah. Yes, they're raising kids and it's fun, but it's often just hard work. Yeah. But remember, you used to have fun with your partner. You used to go, that's I true. remember my, my wife and I, when so we were just true. dating, we would drive all the way down to Rosebud. For those of you listening, if you don't yeah. know where that is, it's a, it's a good hour and a half drive. Yeah. It was back then. From just Melbourne. to have a steak sandwich at this yeah. really dodgy fish and chip <laughs> place on the but corner. But it was your favourite. And, but it wasn't about the steak sandwich. It yeah. was the drive down That's there. So it was true. the fact that we were laughing at ourselves, mm. driving all the way oh, down there, driving up. all the way back. And so that's what we did when we were dating. Well, you know, you know, we still do stuff like that today yeah. where we will drive all the way down to Sorrento just to have a wow. really bad for you uh, a vanilla. Uh, uh, vanilla slice. Yeah, right? exactly the one you're talking you're, about. Right? Yeah. And, 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 but it's just fun. Yeah. That's so true. What about the vanilla slice? That's Actually, true. we're yeah. trying to stay off sugar. Yeah. So I don't yeah. even know why we're doing that. But, but we're trying to do things that are fun for both of us because that's what friends do. Yeah. That's and, so then, true. and then we happen to also be intimate. Yeah, well of course. And do all those fun things as well. Yeah. 100%. Even in your book, you you kind of go against the grain. There's a part where when it comes to intimacy and it's like, how often, how often should a couple have sex or, you know, and you wrote in it and you said as often as you, as often as possible. And I found that really interesting because so many people sugarcoated and they go into like, oh no, it's normal. It's okay. Like go through the gap of no sex. Like it happens. It is what it is. Like that's couples go through that. Yes. But your advice is no, that is what brings you closer as a married couple. And I remember once you gave me some advice and you said, what's the difference between friends and a relationship? And I kept guessing all these things. And you said, no, sex. 
that that was that was the common well, denominator. Well, you'd like to think that that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These days we don't quite These, know what the difference no. is, right? But yes. like that's so true. It was yes. a big thing for yeah. for me personally because it's like it does. It brings you closer, and I know for so many people that makes them feel closer. And just acknowledging that because some people don't want to acknowledge that the fact is it's like I don't want to think about that right now because then yes. I have to come with the terms that we're not as close as we used to be. How does someone get back onto that that bandwagon, especially if they're experiencing? whatever problems they're going through, how do they get back into that? Like yes. to wanting to be more intimate with your partner? Because I know with kids, it changes things, changes your body, changes the way you think about yourself, changes your dynamic with your partner. How do you get yeah. back into that? Um, I think it's people's mentality about sex. For example, just even the way we speak about it, making love, right? I mean, wow, what a high standard. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, well, is that what's happening every time that we do this? Well, you yeah. actually are. But for a lot of us, what we're actually thinking sex is, is the Hollywood passionate yeah, scenes. True. And for guys, if they're really caught up in pornography, you know, that girl looks like she's just yeah. like, my gosh, yeah. like this guy's just pushing all the right buttons. So yeah. guys think that that's what has to be happening. And for example, right? Yeah. But I liken sex and making love and all that in being intimate to, you know, have you ever been to a really nice five-star fine dining restaurant? Yes. Have you been to one yes. recently? I yeah. went to Grilled Americano recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to Gimlet. You know, yeah. beautiful restaurants. Yeah. Where the, I mean, the portions came out and, you know, yeah, quite small. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the chef even came out with his white hat and was putting it all on for us. And what a wonderful experience that is, right? Yeah. And the food was wonderful. But that was a couple of months ago. I've got to tell you, I've had a few ordinary meals between then and the next restaurant that I went to. That was just wheat bix, Vegemite on toast. But you know, those meals kept me alive. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we're expecting that every time we are jumping into bed with our partner, it's a wow. gimlet. Yeah, experience. Grilled yeah. Americano experience. <laughs> yeah. You know what if I'm only. saying? <laughs> right? <laughs> if only. Right? We can't make that happen. <laughs> But, yeah, but, no, but the reality is yeah. we need food to keep us alive every so day. And sometimes true. the meal's great. And sometimes, let's be honest, it's not so great. The yeah. meal's just a it's meal. Boiled eggs. It's just, it's yeah. just a meal, right? Yeah. I, I, I really see, and this is my experience, by the way, is that, like I say in the book, it's very difficult to have something between you when there's nothing between you. That's that so, so true. Right? Yeah. So it's very hard to be angry at someone, yeah. whether it's your husband with you or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, you with your husband, it's very difficult to have that disappointment going on when you're literally having sex. Yeah. yeah. Now it might yeah, not be that so passionate true. Hollywood moment, Yeah. but you're just literally, you can't get any closer together yeah. than when you're actually That's making true. love, right? And I've just seen the couples that just have a lot of sex, honestly, it's, it's comical because yeah. their marriage is, is probably, it, they're, they're always fighting, but yeah. they always seem to get through it. Wow. And they never seem to do the damage that these other couples who wait for the Bali moments, you know, they've got to go yeah, to Bali yeah. true. and then they make love and it's wild. Then they come back to and it's back to Melbourne Shichu. or wherever they're from and yeah. it's, and, and it's non-existent. Yeah. And you just see the resentment build up. Wow. That's so you accurate. You see the tensions yeah, build up. Yeah, that's really sad. So I, I suppose what I'm saying is, you, you know, going to the gym, you go to the gym, sometimes you have that amazing workout. Sometimes it's not so amazing, but you're still building muscle. And you still yeah. go. You still go. Feel better for and it. I would just say to couples, guys, be disciplined in this. Don't see it as it needs to, everything, the stars need to align. Yeah. Jupiter needs to be in the right <laughs> spot. 
<laughs> just take the your clothes off. The tent's got to be on. And, no, and just take your clothes off and realise that you're building something yeah. here. You're yeah. building something. You're feeding your soul. A hundred percent, yeah. And it's keeping you together. And then spontaneously, something happens that's wild. You that's go, where did that so come from? Mm-hmm. so accurate. It's so accurate. Because I think you can think about that with all relationships. Yeah, that's so true. Um, so at what point do you think a couple should seek a marriage counsellor? Or help. Or help, Yeah. Um, when you honestly feel like your love is beginning to die. We call that a love-busting moment. When your love is literally beginning to die and you can feel it, how do you know that? You start to think yeah, about other people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You start to imagine other people. As in, when I say other people, just even friends or family. Yeah, yeah. And you just start to think, not family. As in, you know, just, <laughs> not, <laughs> family, <guys>. not family. <laughs> not family. Not family. Not in Alabama. This is not that podcast. <laughs> this is not that podcast. This is a different podcast. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, you're, you're just starting to, your, 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 your love for your partner, your, your erotic love yeah. is starting to die off. Okay. Anything they do starts to annoy you now, not even the thing that caused the problem. Wow. Now even some of the good things that you used to love just start to annoy you because of the other thing that is not being resolved. Yeah. And when you start to feel that start to happen and you've spoken about it and nothing's changing, yeah. you need a third party. Involved. How do you know when it's too late for even that? Like yeah. when it gets to the point where maybe you want to fix things and your partner doesn't, or like it maybe they've got a problem that they don't even want to face. So their thing is like rejection. Like no, this isn't a me problem. This is a you problem. Even though it is something that they're doing. Yes. That's getting getting to you, and you know that you can't be with that person if they don't resolve this issue. Especially this when was, it comes around like either addiction to alcohol or drugs. Yeah, or, it right. might be pornography, yeah. whatever it may sure. be. Like how do you combat that? I, I, do, I do think most people are not trained counsellors, right? Yeah. Um, I could even do with some more counselling yeah. training. Yeah, so yeah. let alone just two people in a relationship. Yeah. Um, just because you drive a car doesn't know, doesn't mean you know how to fix it. That's yeah, cool. that's true. Wow. Right. So I'm going to use that one. I was just thinking, shit. In an argument. Now yeah. we're going to hear that all the time. No, but yeah. it's true. Like, yeah. I, I fly in airplanes all the time, but I couldn't yeah, tell yeah. you how to fix one. That's true. Right? So just because you're in a relationship, it doesn't mean you know how to fix it. And you've got to just come to that reality. It's very embarrassing. Yeah. It's humbling to finally admit, that I don't know help. how to fix this thing. I want to be in it. Mm. I want out. I want in, whatever it may be. But you do need a third party who is a bit of a specialist. Why? Because this is my take on things. If I'm sitting with a guy and let's say he does have a pornography problem. Yeah. And they can't seem to work it out. I will then, I've had to do this recently. I will say, hey, Yaz, could you leave the room for a moment, please? Just give me five minutes with your partner. So you leave the room. I then look this guy in the eye and say, are you thinking there's some girl out there? That looks like those videos. Are you thinking there's some girl out there that's going to be happy with this, with this behavior, whether it's that or whether yeah. it's him coming late, home late all the time, whether it's him spending all the money on cars or whatever it may yeah. be. I feel like I'm the baseline of normal relationships because I yeah. see so many of them. Yeah. So then I'm able to say to him, buddy, I can tell you right now, there's not a girl in the world that would be happy with that behavior. So unless you're planning to be single. Wow. For the rest of your life. So true. You're just going to go from relationship to relationship. I reckon you just better work this out with Yaz. Wow. You basically hit him with the truth. Yeah, which is what the book is, right? Yeah. 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 So I just say, I, I don't know of any girl that would be happy with that behavior. And yeah. then I get you back in the room and he looks like a little bit of a, you know. <laughs> a puppy dog. A, a, a deer that's staring at the headlights now. <laughs> but I'll also say that to the girl, to be honest. Yeah. I'll tell the guy to leave and I'll say, hey, do you know the way you're speaking to him? 
Yeah. There is not a guy that I know of that will wow. tolerate your attitude the way you're speaking to him. Wow. That that disrespect, the way you're speaking so disrespectfully. Yeah. It's not what you're saying. And I say that in the book. It's yeah. never what. That's how you feel. I get it. Yeah. But how you're saying it. Yeah. That's what's killing this guy. Wow. And nobody wants, and, I, and I'll say this, nobody wants to make love to their mum and dad. Yeah. I mean, that's just horrific to even yeah, say that. No. Yeah, no. That's how yeah, we no. behave toward yeah. our partners. Yeah. When you treat your your partner like it's his mum. A mom, kid. Yeah. He thinks, well, I don't want to touch you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's off-putting. Yeah. It is, do you it? Do you believe in like the feminine and masculine energy? Because we were talking about this on, a, on an older episode. We were talking about how like some women are in their masculine energy more than they are in their feminine and oftentimes they feel like they have to take control of everything because the yes. man just isn't or the woman whoever they're well, with also isn't. their life experience or yeah their upbringing. yeah yeah trauma or whatever it may be do Absolutely. you feel like that plays a big role when it comes to like you said no one wants to make love to their parents but like sometimes it's hard not to act that way because the person isn't picking up their slack. It's like, it doesn't matter what I do. Yeah. I'm trying to be my feminine energy. I'm trying to speak to you so kindly and put things out blankly without being disrespectful. But at the same time, if you can't pick up the slack and take care of me the way I need, no, I don't want to make love to you either. Like you, you're, yes. you're a slob, you're a mess. Like what, how do you go with that? I, I, I know the temptation to do that, but what you've got to realize is the damage that you're doing so very plainly, guys, I mean, yeah. and, and I'm writing part two of the, all yeah. this. I'm, I, actually, I already say it in the book anyway, but I'm going to come back around to it because, again, it's just guys want respect. Yeah. yeah. And girls want love. Wow. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I wish I could add a whole lot more to that, <laughs> but it's basically it. When, yeah. you, when we boil it all down, yeah. all she is really screaming out for is love me. Yeah. Love me. Can yeah. you just put me first? Not your mates and your cars and your mum. Yeah. Love me first. I want to be first in your. That's what a girl is screaming yeah. out for. He is saying, "Can you just speak to me nicely and make me feel like a king?" Everyone else does. It's so true. Yeah. I, I run read a that in the book. It was amazing. It's yeah. true. It's I so run true. a business with thirty-five <clears throat> employees. They all think I'm amazing. They all yeah. think I'm a great leader. I come home and you treat me like a schoolboy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. So I would resist that temptation. Listen, my experience is most girls run rings around their guys. <laughs> Honestly. Ding, ding, ding. My Richard, own wife. So my, my wife runs. Smart you, man. She, she, arrives, well she arrives at the conclusion, yes. I reckon, about 18 minutes before I do. But she plays the game with me. Yeah. Yeah. And she just waits for me to. And she goes, oh, here he comes. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you got it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so we actually can't afford to do that. Yeah. She'll go, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. She got there at least 18 minutes yeah. before that. Yeah. But she doesn't make me feel silly and small. Because wow. if you do that, that's what you end up with. Yeah. yeah. And then I just resign myself to my wife is smarter than me. She knows everything. I just won't speak then. Mm. But does that come down to dumbing things down for the for your partner Sometimes. and going, I, <laughs> he's so honest, just dumbing it down and going, do you know what? I will give you that pedestal to be able to feel that way because do you know what? I know this is going to better our relationship. Is that what you're, you mean? So sometimes it is. It means that you've got to dumb it down and go, do you know what? I'm going to let you come to the conclusion because 
I know that's going to make you feel better. There are going to be so many feminists that are going to come at you after that <laughs> comment. Oh, look, and, and, and let them come, but I've, I've, I'm the guy that has to counsel these relationships. Wow, yeah. And, and, my, and for me, it's not just about the relationship often, and I, I know this, again, flies in the face of everything that's going on out there, but usually when there's kids involved, yeah. guys, it really does hurt the kids. I don't yeah. care what anyone I says. Now, I know that they can go through a healing process, and, and I do believe that sometimes it is better if the parents split because the, of the violence that is yeah. going yeah. on. That's 100%. even worse yeah. for the kids. And the safety and I'm a, issue, obviously. Honestly, yes, of course. To, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm, that's... I wouldn't say rare, but it's not often the yeah. case. Yeah. Usually it's just Correct. abusive yeah. speech, and yeah. which is still bad. But having said that, my goal is to keep these people together. Yeah. Number one for them and their happiness. Number two, the kids yeah. and everyone else around them, right? Yeah. Hey, guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. So that's why I don't care about being politically incorrect. Yeah. I've just got to go with what has actually worked, what has caused damage, and let's try and see if we can undo this. Do you think something like cheating for say like infidelity, honestly, from your honest opinion. Yes. Do you think there's coming back from that? Like, do you think once someone cheats on their partner and maybe the other person is struggling to forgive or whatever it may be, do you think that people can go back to the way that things once were or at least close to? I don't think it'll ever be what it was. It'll either be much worse or much better. Wow, better. Yeah, I've definitely seen it get better. Wow. I've definitely have seen that happen. And, and why is that? Because first of all, the, the dishonesty while it was all happening yeah. definitely is a is a love blocker. Yeah. When, when guys or girls are full of guilt, you you find it really hard to to be um, emotionally intimate with your partner. Yeah. Because you know that you're doing something that's really yeah. wrong. And um, but once it's because usually there's a reason why someone's cheating. Usually. Yeah. You go into that about your in your book where you yes. say cheating doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. No. It doesn't. You don't accidentally fall and land in yeah. someone's bed. Yeah. You don't. There, there was a plan. There was a purpose. There was something missing in that yeah. guy's life. Now, I'm not saying or girl's life. Yeah. I'm not saying then that when it, when someone cheats that it's automatically the responsibility of the other person. Why did it happen? No, yeah. sometimes they could have been doing all the, but what was missing in him or her? What yeah. was missing? That's so true. What was missing? And let's fix that. Yeah. Let's fix that. And then you'll often see that the girl will say, or the guy will say, oh my gosh, we've never been here before. Yeah. This is amazing. Wow. Um, okay. Because something got fixed. Okay. Can I give you an example? Go, give me There's an a, example. A, a couple, um, this guy, unfortunately, um, none of us knew. But he um, he was uh, molested by a priest when he was really, really young, mm. right? His partner didn't know about it. His mum and dad didn't know about it. Wow. None of us knew about it. Yeah. None of us. Yeah. And and so he did cheat on, on his partner, but we all thought, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's amazing. She's such a lovely girl. Can sometimes be a little disrespectful, mm -hmm. but we, we worked on that and she yeah. was working on that. But... We all had to ask ourselves the question, why has, why has that happened? Well, eventually he had a bit of a breakdown about it, got healed from it. Wow. So it had nothing, what I'm saying is it had nothing to do with the relationship. With the relationship, yeah. yeah. It was actually could be outside just turmoil inside things. of him trying to, uh, you know, well, for him, for him wanting to prove that, you know, 
I'm, I'm not homosexual. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes wow. it can lead to that. Yeah. yeah. So in, a, in, in an attempt to prove this hasn't hurt my sexuality, yeah. um, he's gone, gone ahead and tried to find partners wow. Wow. to sort of bolster up his... His ego. Yeah, that he's definitely heterosexual. So yeah, 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 you know, yeah. That his sexuality is still intact yeah. as wow. such. Um, once that got healed, he's a completely different guy. Do you think wow. like, do you think like if, and I'm not saying this in a, in a really, not disrespectful, but not in a, like a judgy way, but do you think that if some people held the space for their partner to open up about traumas and this comes down to language, the way you were speaking and the way you speak to your partner and allow yeah. a safe space for them to open up about whatever trauma that maybe no one knows, but them that healing through that, that can stop so many things from happening, like say cheating or just things going awry in your relationship, opening up that safe space with the trauma. Like how do you even get to that? Like you can open up a safe space and be kind to your partner and yes. you know have these moments of conversations and talk about your own trauma and they still might not open up. But how do you lead to that? How can you allow that safe space? Like is there any advice that we can? Y yes. I think what often happens is people do – open up and share a bit of honest like nuggets of yeah, information. Yeah, just honest emotions or whatever. Yeah. But often our response to that teaches yeah. them, don't ever do that again. Wow. Don't ever do that again. Okay. N number one, your reaction was just out of control. Like yeah. You literally fell apart. And I'm, and I'm thinking, wow, I, <laughs> I only gave you 3% of what's going on and you yeah. completely <laughs> fell apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, hey, hun, I saw that girl over there and I've got to tell you, something in me just thought, wow, she's so pretty. He was being honest. Yeah. yeah. He was about to finish by saying, but you're prettier yeah, and yeah. I just want to be with you forever. But I've got to tell you, she caught me off guard. You have lost the plot. You are accusing him of things that, yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. yeah. So he says, note to self, never, never be honest. Yeah. Or the second thing is, okay, maybe you didn't lose the plot and fly off the handle, but you then became Mrs. or Mr. Fix-It. Okay. And often people don't want it to be fixed. I just want to tell you something. I'll go to a counselor. I'll go to a psychologist and go get fixed. You're my wife. You're my husband. Um, but we often go into psychologist mode. So I do, and I'm going to say this carefully, but I do do this. I actually mock couples sometimes where a guy will start to psychoanalyze his partner. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just go, where did you study? What, where, where did you get your doctorate from? Yeah. It's it's easy to and, do. Yeah. And he'll look at me and go, what do you mean? I go, well, obviously you're a psychologist because yeah. you're, you're... Yeah. Good on you. And and, yeah. and and she'll say, told you. Yeah, see? I'm, like, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. I'm not trying to. I do that sometimes too with my partner though. I'll go, yeah. you know, you have this issue and you know what? Did yeah. something happen to you? Like, see, did... yeah, Here she comes. And it's like, like, you just can't help. And you're like... Yeah. You know, and I actually, and I studied a little bit of psychology. So I do, I have evidence-based. Yes. I have evidence-based. So I, I can actually <laughs> tell you, I went to Curtin University. That's where I studied. But like not for long, not long right. enough for me to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. But <laughs> enough for me to judge. But it does, it's, it's easy to fall into. But let's say you're completely right. Like, yes, because I'm sure, I'm right. I mean, people, I'm, Your partner of course knows some you people well. are married to yeah. psychologists, right? Of course they are. Yeah. It, they live out there. They're married yeah. people. Um, I just can't imagine it would be fun being married to someone like that who was completely right all the time about yeah. your life. And, and now I've got to jump into bed with you and get all yeah. intimate and emotional. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. There's a reason why we have these people who do these things. It's too and there's a reason why we just need to be a wife. Yeah. Be a husband. 
you know, and I would say it's mostly husbands, by the way, that in my experience, yeah, um, who want to be the psychologist. Okay. You know, they, wow. Oh, oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say the no. women, to be honest. Really? No, 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 no. Women just tell them to get effed and yeah. up yours and get out of my life yeah, and yeah, no one yeah. should treat me like that. But whereas the guys say, no, you're thinking like that because, and then, then oh. they become the Is that like yeah. um, narcissistic behavior? Uh, oh, uh, no, not really. It's I a gray think... area. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, possibly, maybe, but <laughs> I, I would say in most of these cases, because you've got to remember, I know these people most of the time and they're just really good people. Okay. So well, what do you think is, I mean, obviously you've been doing this for a long time. What is the main like reoccurrence or pattern that you've seen in most relationships? Like with issues, like, is there a common denominator? Like with. Yeah, like as in as in why they're not working. You mean? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why they're not yeah. working? What are three you know, things that are, are the top number three that you go? These are like I can point out in so many relationships yeah. that I know that all have them. Yeah, I can tell you what I if I'm marrying a couple. So by the way, I do marry people. Yeah, yeah, you're a celebrant um, as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you only get one session with me um, before you get married. So you what? do a session before? Yeah, I do a session before. I actually beforehand. think that's incredible. And I honestly think that people should go and do a session. Like, honestly, I really do. Like, have a session before they get Bro, married. We're get or divorced anything. before we get married. <laughs> no, but have a session. Like, before you jump. Yes, I'm it's like, so oh, important. Richard, you know no, what? seriously. Because it could save so much. Yeah, but honestly, time. I really feel like it's something that should be done. Seriously. Uh, All right. I, I think it's imperative. Yeah. And so okay. I sit with them and I get them to separate. Oh, so okay. I've got two couches and my couch. So yeah. I get them to sit separately. I give them a piece of paper each, give them a pen, and I just say, "Can you just write down for me why you want to get married?" And so she'll <clears> write <throat> something down. He'll write something down, and I say, "Okay, um, do you want to?" And no, sorry, I take them off them so that they don't change. So that, <laughs> that they don't because they literally start to change. what they wrote. So I take it off them. I say, "Okay, so you wrote this and you wrote that." And, and the, um, and it usually goes like this. I want to be happily married and have children. Remember the question was, why do you want to get married? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to have children. I want to establish myself and I just want to get on with my life. They're never evil wow. answers. Never. Yeah. They're always lovely yeah. answers. Just not the correct one in my opinion. Yeah. Right. I get where you're going. Right. Yeah. And you would write something similar. You know, yeah. I, 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 I just want to <laughs> share our income and to be able to create wealth together <laughs> yeah. and whatever it right. Be, right? Yeah. Lovely. I go, that's wonderful. That is great. The only problem with it is that there's a lot of I in there. Yeah. Mm, so this thing, this thing seems to be a lot about you. Yeah. It's what you could get out of it. Now that now, in fairness, I did ask the question. What yeah. why do you want to get married? What am I really looking for? This is what I'm looking for. This is the perfect answer. I just want to make him happy. Say again. Wow. <laughs> and she says the same thing. I just want to make him happy. He says, that's amazing. I wrote, I just want to make you happy. Listen, hear me out. Imagine a couple every day wake up and say, it's not about what I can get out of this relationship. It's not about me. Yeah, it's what I can give you. Yeah. I just I just want to fulfill your dreams. What are your dreams? Wow. What, wow. what do you want in life? My goal in life is I'm going to make you happy. But he's thinking the exact same thing back to you. Let me tell you where it goes wrong. You're trying to make his life happy and he's trying to make himself happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. Billy tries to make me wow, happy, but right. I want to make me happy sometimes too much. And that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Right? Not get ya. Yeah, that's okay? true. Because 
happiness comes when you stop thinking about yourself. And you start thinking right? about your partner. Guys, it's been proven over and over and over again. Happiness doesn't come through possessions. It comes no, through purpose. Course. Yeah. yeah. Got to have a purpose. Yeah. Everyone needs purpose. So what's your purpose? My purpose is to make me happy. No, that's a... That's a that's a, a, a reversed engineered, it's all coming back to you. No, no, yeah. no. No, you've got to be thinking outside of yourself. Yeah. Why can a housewife be in Turak with her granite bench tops and stone floors and everything else and be completely unhappy, yet some girl who's helping some, you know, African people who with, with uh, medication, living in a dirt floor hut, be so happy? So true. How, how, can, you, how can the girl in Turak be unhappy yeah. And the girl in Africa is just buzzing, yeah. happy. Why? Possessions. Nothing yeah, wrong with yeah. possessions. The other girl, purpose. Yeah, yeah. wow. Got to have purpose. That's so, so true. true. We forget all of that, isn't it? I, I, I wonder why we, we just, I don't know, is it just the way we yeah, sort of get be, programmed or, through life? Also, or some people like these days especially, there's not a lot of great candidates. Like I know through Maggie still <laughs> yeah, dating. Like me I, see, example, no. I see some of yeah. them and I'm like, man, there's not a lot of great guys out there. There's not a lot yeah. of great girls out there. But in there. fairness so as well, a lot of the girls, like I hear from a lot of the guys, yeah. the first questions I'll ask them is, you know, what do you do for work? What car do you drive? What's your income like? You know, that's their, their what first question. to the it's table? Not, not getting to actually go out and getting to know them and just having just a general chat. Like, and just, it's literally there's questions that come at them straight away. Income, car, it's all these, you know, other things that come into play. The world's gone Which mad. Which really is the wrong question. 100%. Yeah. It's no, the wrong question. It, what would be a better question is, so what are you trying to do with your life? Yeah. What are your ambitions? Yeah. What are your dreams? Yeah. yeah. And then I've got to think to myself, okay, she's just told me what she wants to do with her life. Can I help her do that? Yeah. yeah I think you're can I, can I be a, say, Can I be a part of that? Too, because yeah. then you kindly yeah. ask the same question back yeah. to him. Yeah. What do you want to do? I want to be a property developer. I want to build, you know, multi-level apartments. Um, that's just what I would love. And you're yeah. thinking, I could help you do that too. Yeah. yeah. I could be just yeah. the, you know, that, that wife that just doesn't cause you a lot of trouble. If anything, yeah. I could do some admin. Yeah. And when you're thinking about him and he's thinking about you, can you see how that just works? Yeah. Oh, it only goes yeah. wrong when I'm thinking about me, not thinking about you. It's all over. A thousand percent. And I think it's just hard when... I know, especially being a mum, you're thinking about your children. They, they they do become your number one in some stages. Yes. And I know that's really hard. And oftentimes, you know, it's like I'm thinking about them. I'm trying to think of you. I'm trying to think of the housework. I'm trying to think of me. Like I've got nothing left for me, but all you're thinking of is yourself. Yes. And it's like how can I look after you if you're not looking after me and I have to look after the kids? So whose needs come first? Like mm. they die if I don't look after them. So like, I don't understand whose needs come above whose. Yes. So that's where it gets sometimes complicated in my opinion. And it's like, yeah, I, I'm putting the kids to sleep. I'm this, I'm this, I'm touched out by the end of the day. I don't even want to look at you or have a conversation. Like, well, I want to know about your day. And I, I really want to give you that energy that you deserve. I almost need that peace and silence for a little bit before yes. I can delve into that conversation because I don't want to hurt your feelings and be rude. Yeah, absolutely. You often hear people will say, you know, you, you should sacrifice this in a relationship. But I want to know, like, what would you say you shouldn't sacrifice in a relationship? What are some things that you shouldn't? Your dignity. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I think your convictions. What does um, that mean? Just the things that you've been raised with that you just think this is what makes a good person a good person. Because mm. the day that you do stuff 
or think stuff or you've got to behave in a certain way where you go, I know this is really bad behavior. I hate who I've become. Yeah. I hate who I have. I don't think you should ever sacrifice that. Wow. Um, and, and, and I think if you do, you are in danger of really losing yourself and you, wow. and that's the person who then, you know, suffers. I've, I've lost myself. I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. That's because you I gave away your values that. and your 100%. convictions. Yeah. yeah, you gave it away. One. So, you know, for example, you always decided you were going to be a very respectful person, but because of the things that were going on, yeah. you decided, well, I can't be that respectful person anymore. Wow. No, no, I still think you can. And, and this is what I say to people. If this marriage is ever going to end or relationship, make it their fault. What do you mean? Make yeah. it, make it, make it so <laughs> that, like that. Make yes, it, like, wait, hang on. Yeah, make hang it on, their really fault. Listening? Yeah, make no. it their fault. In other words, you, when you're sitting in front of someone, when I start to hear the behaviors, I just go, wow, I can't pin anything on you. you you're being amazing. It's him. And I'll wow. call it, by the way. Yeah, you'll so say it. I'll say, I'll say to people, listen, I know there's a lot of bad behaviors going on, but going on here, but if one of you just decide, I'm not going to have any more, I'm, I'm going to cancel out the bad behaviors. And if this marriage ends, it's because you're still living a bad lifestyle. Yeah. Wow. Whatever that may be. Yeah. So I would just say don't. So you give them the green lights. Go, man, if you want to get out of here, like I'm with you, I understand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if yeah. someone wants to walk, you've got to let them walk, by 100%. the way. Because but don't lose yourself yeah, I in agree. that. If it's going to end, let it be their fault. Yeah. Let Have some pride that you can say, I was a great person. I did yeah. all the right things. That's true. They Sometimes you've got to walk away, yeah. i tell you why that matters. Because if it doesn't work out, you're going to have to take yourself into the next relationship, right? Yeah. yeah. At least you know who you are. That's so wow, true. I love well that. That's, that's, a, and, that's a big one. And at yeah. least, and, and this is what I say to people, hey, if this thing's not going to work, I actually, I'm that honest with people. If this is not going to work, that's fine. But have some integrity. That, yeah. Because you're going to have to take yourself into the next relationship. Yeah. That is so true. Keep all your values intact. Keep and your who values you are. intact. Stick your ground you and are. be the good person that you are. Absolutely. You don't need to lower well yourself, said. basically. You don't want to go losing that. No. So we have someone from the audience that had a question. Yes. And I wanted to ask it. So it says, hi, Richard. My question is, I married my husband five months after meeting him. It's been almost seven years now and I still don't feel like I'm deeply in love with him. He is such a sensitive, overly nice guy. He's never able to stand up for himself and allows people to use him. It took him six years to get out of his low paying job because he's too scared and shy to speak up and move on. Oh. I don't like... I don't like who I am at times, that at times I'm in control in the relationship. Financially, we aren't doing good either. I've had friends who would comment on his looks just because he's shorter type of guy and doesn't really have a fit body. And it has all just made me question my decision. Sometimes I feel like I'm staying in the marriage for nothing, no financial stability, no masculinity, no looks. How do I see more in him than just that? How can I make it more... How can I make it work no matter what? So she obviously wants to make it, it work. It doesn't say Helen at the end of that. It's not It's not my wife, is it? No. Is that, is that, is that no, my wife? Just be honest. Next, she's the next one. Now listen, just be honest. I no. can cope. I've got no. very thick skin. Oh, no, definitely not. Because <laughs> I tell you, there, there was a couple of things in there I'm thinking, hang on a minute. No, you're good. That's you're a safe. very, you're you want to say help there, that's a very unkind way for her to... To stick it to you. <laughs> what, what's your advice there? That's deep. Look, there's, there's a lot <laughs> in pack. that. Uh, honestly, you would be tempted to just say, I think you've married the wrong person. Yeah. Um, it, because 
often when I'm counseling people, we're trying to at least get them back to, come on, God, can you remember what it was like when you first got, come on. I'm trying to re, yeah. re, re, rekindle those yeah. flames. Yeah. It seems to me like those flames were never, never there. Oh, yeah. With this person. So yeah. what are we, so we're trying to take this somewhere that it's never been. So that's like impossible. Well, no, no, no. It just means oh, let's okay. just call it what it is. We're not okay. trying to take it back to where it was because there was nothing there in the beginning. Yeah. So we're trying to take it to a brand new place. Now, the question is, does she think that she can just stay married because of a commitment to marriage? Yeah. And just I think she has she made as well. Vows? If she has children. I, I don't mean, know the ages yeah, or how many, to yeah, be honest. But if there were children, I mean, honestly, I think it's a noble thing to do to just stay together. Right. For the sake of the kids. I know that flies in the face of everything, everything. that's out there. Yeah. Except that I've got a, I'm, I'm talking to those teenagers. I just spoke at a youth group the other day. Uh, there was a hundred kids there, most of them under the age of 14. Yeah. And you can tell, you can tell the kids that are a little bit downcast because mum and dad aren't doing too well. Yeah. So it does affect their life. So what I'm saying is that's it's, tough. it's a noble thing to do if there's no violence, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, no abuse. But. You know, look, I'm a big advocate for marriage. That's why I'm a marriage counsellor and all those things. You know, I'm talking specifically marriage. If it's just a yeah. relationship, get out. There's no love there. I would yeah. just say it's, all, it's going to be a lot of hard work and I don't think she wants to pay that price. So your your advice is just get out of there. Even if it's not, married if it's, all this If she's time. not married. No, she, they're married, aren't they? She yeah, said, they're married. I know. So she's married. I would just say, listen, let's, let's see if we can go on a journey. But yes. she's going to have to ask herself the question. She may never fall in love with the guy. So she'll only stay there wow. out of a commitment to marriage, which by the way, do you want to know who's got the lowest uh, divorce rate anywhere in the world? Arranged Who? marriages. Arranged marriages. Do you know yeah. which country? India. Oh, wow. I was going to say Syria, but. India. <laughs> right? Yeah, wow. Okay. These, these two people haven't even met each other and they get married and they seem to stay together. So. Because they want to make it work. But they do you just... think that's also culturally for them, it's frowned upon and looked down on. Absolutely. Whereas here, I feel like. Getting a divorce is like signing another paper, like big, big whoop. It's no biggie. Whereas, especially overseas in so many countries, I know in Morocco, it's a big taboo still till now. Yeah. Like my parents are divorced now two years and it yep. still was the biggest taboo ever to them overseas who aren't here. But it was so big. It blew up. And I get it. It was big for us too as a family. Yes. But as in not unheard of, like it's divorce. Divorces do happen sadly. And it does. Yep. It impacts everyone. But. It's not taboo. Look, I think the goal is, is that we're in a relationship that is vibrant and it's fiery and it's fun and all those wonderful things. But I suppose I'm saying marriage can still work because it can have a purpose. We're raising kids together. It's a safe environment. We're building wealth. We're doing all those things. As long as there's no violence and yeah. it's not grating your soul. Yeah. You know, go ahead. But you think it's it better comes... than being lonely and single and, you know, and all those oh, things. No. No, but, <laughs> for some people, for some people, for some people. But what I'm saying is, you know, I think it should be fiery and fun yeah. And, yeah. And, and all those things. But at the same time, no, I, I'm assuming no one put a gun to her head <laughs> to marry this guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what's going on there? Yeah. Was there something and now she's just forgotten that there was something yeah. there? Yeah, true. So. I'm, I've got a lot to say about this because this... And you have this, to need more context. Literally the last couple that I was counselling, yeah. literally, oh, wow. this was what's going on. Wow. He, he left the room and she tells me, I don't think I've ever loved the guy. Wow. And I'm like, that's fine. But yeah. we're so, that just simply means we're taking this somewhere that it's never been, been before. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. I'm surprised relationships so there, didn't last that long. Is there a bit more context in terms of like, so she never loved the guy where they, was it an arranged marriage? Not at all. No. No. So she would just say, I thought he was nice. Okay. Like she wasn't yeah, like repulsed by him. the mould and on paper he was a good on paper guy. He was a great on paper guy. Yeah. That's and what he we still call is him. a great on paper guy. Yeah. Except She's that just... now that he's, some of his traits that have come out that aren't great, mm. the love doesn't seem to carry through. You know, you yeah. know how love carries you through? Like, oh, his chewing annoys me, but yeah. I love the guy. Yeah. No, for her, it's just the chewing annoys me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true, though, what you said with like love carrying you over. So many things in a relationship can go awry. Even like the roommate phase, it carries you over. It's the love. And like you said, friendship as well, definitely. But the love, knowing that you really love that person, it doesn't bother you when you're not having sex for a week and, or two weeks or however long and you feel like you're just passing ships in the night because you're like, I care for you and I love you. And we're going to make it through this. Like we're not fighting or arguing. Yeah. It's just we're in this rut, this period of time. Yes. We're going to get through that and we're going to be okay. Especially like postpartum where things are kind of everywhere, you're everywhere and you're going through this rough patch, like love really does carry you over that. And if you have love, that is, I yes. hope you do guys. Yeah. Let's pray everyone does. Yeah. Well, you know, and look, just as you're speaking, just back to that roommates mm -hmm. thing. That's a big thing right now, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's just so easily broken in a positive way. Mm. Um, you know, a guy just sending flowers to the girl's workplace. Yeah. yeah. Or where she's going to be in front of a whole lot of her girlfriends. Yeah. Wow. My gosh, the power of that. The like way it I've holds. literally forced guys to do it. And they're wow. all, they're, <laughs> and they're embarrassed by it. And they're, you know, I even tell them which florist to use yeah. because they're, they're used to doing it yeah. now, right? And I just say, send them to where she's going to be in front of all of her friends. Wow. And see how that quickly snaps. Yeah, this see? Whole, He's just my friend, which I'm I'm trying to say though is not a bad thing. No, yeah. But it just needs to go to the next level. How do you do that? Yeah. You you go back to courting. That's what that's what he would have done. Yeah. When that's he true. first so liked her. Yeah, you talk about that in the book too a lot, which is amazing because it's so just, true. Just go get back to that. But what if you're the one who feels like there's a roommate phase and he's chill? He's like, Joe, you know I'm I'm like I don't see a problem. You're creating problems where there's no problems, but like you know that there's an issue. Your intimacy is gone gone to shit everything's gone to crap like how do you how can you change that like obviously I don't know for me personally I could never court my husband it's like I would expect him to do that for me and it would feel like there's no romance left and like while I want to be kind it's like I don't have it in me to put in that effort if yeah. it's not being reciprocated if I've tried one little thing and you've tried nothing that's going to put me off putting in any effort how yeah, do you it's, it's, move past it's that? simple but it's humbling okay it would be you saying I, I, I need you to go speak to someone outside of me. I'm going to send him straight to you, Richard. <laughs> and honestly, and, and, if, and if I did, nah, if I did a in a very gentle way, I would just say, hey, bro, yeah, pick up your game. Yeah. I've got to do it. Who are you not to? Yeah, true. I've got to do it. Yeah. That guy over there, the silver fox looking yeah. guy over there who's 66 and owns car dealerships. Yeah. Who's got money coming out of his ears. He's still got to do it. Yeah. Who? Who? who are you yeah. that you don't have like share share yeah please. share with me that your wife's gonna be just so in love with you just because you marry the girl yeah no where, it's so where, true. i've got to kill myself yeah. <laughs> i've got to wash it i can't wash my car without washing her you know what i mean yeah. like no i've still no. got to and put some fragrance in there and get the little thing and, oh, wow, right, you right, right, right and she jumps in right and she goes oh 
I just love my fresh new cat. Yeah, see, because yeah. she deserves it. A hundred percent. You got, learned the I've hard way. I've got intentions, way. though. I've got exactly. I've got a plan. No, but you <laughs> learn. You learn. You crack the code. That's yes. the thing. You crack the code in so many. And it's not even a cracking the code. It's just do the right thing. And you know what? You're going to be re- rewarded in tenfolds. Yes. But yeah. That is all we have time for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so Thank much, you Richard, so for coming much. on. Thank you, guys. We, we are so lucky to have you. To hear your next book. I'm, I'm hanging yes. for it. And if you guys want to check out 60 Seconds Save Your Relationship, search them up on Instagram. We'll leave the tag at the bottom of this podcast and a link to the website if you want to check it out. But, yes, thank you. We'll see you Richard. next week. Thanks for having Thanks, me. guys. Very honoured. Hey guys, thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 